0: 60 show presented by Maxis tires, tires, 100%, 100% Goggles, 100% goggles, goggles decal, works, decal Works, Get Data, data and Vertex, vertex Artists on PulpMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead
1: to the races with your host, Steve
0: Mathis.
1: What if you did? What if you yeah,
2: welcome everybody Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show. We're back! One week off and uh, looking ahead to uh, the Wiz Weekend's race, Triple Crown Fever in Glendale. This is round 12 of the uh, Monster Energy Supercross series, so lots to get into. I don't know where you stand on Triple Crowns. Uh, if you're every kind of listener of the show, then you know that I like them. I don't want 17 of them, but I really love these things, and we're going to get one this Weekend coming up in Glendale. Great track. Always a Glendale. Big floor, right? They got a lot of dirt. Always a great track as well uh, in Glendale. So looking forward to that. Uh, Cooper Webb, Eli Tomac Tide. So lots to get into on the uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show today. 702-586-PULP. 702-586-7857. We are giving away a pair of 100% goggles and some Fly Racing Kinetic gloves as well. So thank you to those guys. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. Check out what they've got. The kinetic mesh is out. It's my favorite line of gear that Fly makes, um, especially with the temperatures heating up. Super uh, cooling, super stretchy, uh, super good fitting, uh, really, really light. Like It's, it's great. It's uh, kinetic mesh stuff. As long as it's not too cold where you are, the kinetic mesh is what you want for summer and more. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. You're going to see uh, Fly Racing rider RJ Hampshire uh, this uh, coming weekend in, uh, in Glendale Kyle Chisholm. Shane McElrath, among others. So thank you for listening. Thank you to Fly. Plum Creek Funding, 100%. Maxis Tires, Decal Works, Vertex, Get Data, all on board with us. Lewis Phillips, Dan Truman coming on the show. Thank you to the folks at 100%. Pulp 30 is the code to save. So check that out. Pulp 30, that's new, only a couple weeks old. Anything 100%, uh, Pulp 30 code to save. As a San Diego-based company, 100% brand has always been synonymous with American motocross. Since the 1980s, 100% has been linked to many iconic moments that have helped build the sport of modern moto. Downhill mountain biking, BMX, MotoGP, Major League Baseball. Uh, Shout out to the Blue Jays, 3 and 3 to start the year. And all uh, genres of running. 100% is a generation of racers asking them the original tagline, how much effort do you give? So thank you to the folks at uh, 100% and all those companies for supporting us. We'll tell you more about them later. Taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down. Once again, just doing a stellar job. Had one week off for a birth of a child. Unbelievable. Uh, The, Tits Leslie Tits, what's up?
0: I was sad that I didn't get to be there for the show that day. Really?
2: Yeah. I don't think you are. Well. I don't think okay. you were. I think I'm, you were fine. I'm sorry yeah. you feel that way. No, I, I know I, how I, I felt. I, I think you were fine. Uh, yeah. 702-586-PULP. we got a few lines open. Let's get Lewis Phillips on the line. Uh, we'll talk to Lewis uh, from Vital MX about uh, Glendale and more coming up. Um, so it looks like uh, the big news this week was um, Cameron McAdoo. Pro Circuit rider, uh, bike malfunction in the whoops is what I heard, and uh, yeah, he's got a shoulder injury. He's going to need surgery. Absolutely devastating. Mitch Payton, it, it's it's not even, not even funny. Well, I guess it was it ever funny? Nah, probably not. But it's wow, it is uh, tough for him. When you look at the riders that's been hurt, Seth Hamaker and Austin Faulkner, Joe Schmoda, now Cameron Mcadoo, like four heavy hitters for his team all out and uh yeah so Carson Mumford filled in in Seattle Mumphy will be back uh this weekend I thought he was pretty good in Seattle I thought his fitness would be worse to be honest he'd been off the bike that long plus the uh just the level of racing going higher Mumphy was pretty good he's had a week off so I expect he'll be even better uh coming up this weekend in Glendale Triple Crown so interested to see how uh Mumphy can do by the way uh Plum Creek Funding Thank you to Plum Creek Funding. If you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, if you're a first-time buyer, you're an investor, you got a vacation home like Tiz Legendary does. Mark's does too. Uh, Plum Creek Funding has programs that suit your needs. If you already own a home, you're looking to pull cash out, contact Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com, Z-A-C-H at PlumCreekFunding.com. They can work with people in 12 different states uh, over there and uh, 720-212-4685. Reach out to Zach. He's done a f- bunch of people in the industry, uh, mortgages, and ho- get, got them some houses. So he's done a good job with that. So we thank uh, Plum Creek Funding for coming on the show, and uh, check them out if you can. We appreciate those guys for coming on board, and um, and more. So uh, again, 702-586-PULP. few lines still open uh, in there as well. Let's get to our first guest on the show, making his Fly Racing Moto 60 debut. Everyone's favorite Englishman, Lewis Phillips. What's up, Lewis?
3: Hey, how's it going? I'm actually on my way to Glendale, so I'm already – commitment to excellence. I'm already well on my way.
2: Yeah, nice. I like to hear that. You're driving.
3: Yes, I'm in the middle of the desert right now. Oh, I have, boy. I would tell you where, but I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, there
2: are a lot of deserts in England, right? So, um, you know. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, big news this week coming into Glendale. Cameron McAdoo, uh, he is um, he is out. And, you know what? Oh Dude. So, all right. I just forgot to start the live stream, Lewis, right now. I just realized that. Wow. I'm back from vacation and it's, shit uh, is falling apart. Okay. I feel like maybe this is the, the Lewis effect. Uh, no, it's not the Lewis effect, no. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I, you know what? I just got back at 1 a.m. and it's rough. So, let's get going. McAdoo. Uh, dude. Hamaker. Forkner. Schmoda. McAdoo, this one wasn't even his fault, uh, a bike malfunction. Can you believe this, Lewis? It's its its unheard of, man. And I don't know, maybe because Mitch Payton won so many damn titles for so many damn years that this is the moto gods getting back at him, but it's unbelievable.
3: It is just unbelievable. Like someone said to me last night, like is it time that we someone keeps a close eye on Mitch Payton? And I think we're past that. Mm. I think the time for that was the end of January, but at this point, I think it's just like what, what can you do? You just kind of have to laugh it off because it is such bad luck but I don't think there's anything that the team can do or Mitch can do or the riders can do to control this. I mean it sounds like McAdoo was a bike problem so okay you can start to, you can dive deep into that. Still, luck is playing a major, major part here. It's yeah. unbelievable.
2: Yeah, it's 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 a real shame. I mean look Jet is the class of that, of that field but McAdoo is a potential race winning guy and you know Mumford's great, but yeah, I guess I guess Pro Circuit is not going to get a win this season in in Supercross, right? I mean, can we just say that Blose and Mumford and and maybe maybe Schmoda comes back, but I don't know if he'll be on his game.
3: I think it's safe to say they're not going to get a win. And if you could time travel back to 2011 and tell people that this is the situation that we are in with Pro Circuit. Um, Think everyone would say that you are insane. Like, just imagine if someone went back in time and told you told you that Pro Circuit would just be winless, championshipless for years on end. You, yeah. you wouldn't believe it. It would seem so foreign.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. But you know, uh, I, I when I tweeted out the news that Mcadoo was out, uh, I got these uh, these replies about um, you know PC needs to change their program. The riders are riding too hard or too much or who's pushing them or You know, uh, one guy wanted McAdoo to get workers comp uh, for the crash because the bike issue. I mean, the replies are all over the place. And I've gotten so many phone calls about whether or not you want to um, uh, uh, change things up or what they should do. And my replies are always like, yeah, it's super cross. What can you do? I mean, you can't have the guys not practice. You can't have the guys not push themselves. Like, there's nothing you can do. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, Lewis. I mean, I just shrug my shoulders and go, that's our sport. Or am I missing something here in your eyes?
3: Oh, I'm I'm the same. I I strongly believe that with this sport, the luck and the injuries, it's just ebbs and flows. Like, even as a series, we will have two years where we have very few injuries and the title contenders will be okay. And then we'll have one year where, for whatever reason – everyone gets hurt and it's just a disaster. And I think it's the same with teams. Like look at like we were saying. Look at how long Mitch Payton was lucky for and he escapes these injuries and he escapes these problems. Like you know, I genuinely believe that it's just bad luck catching up with him and at some point soon if, at some point soon the Ties has to turn. Has to. Well, you would think, right? He's had his fair share now.
2: Yeah, you would you would believe that. Uh but uh, yeah, I, I just I don't know if there's anything these guys can do. That's that's sort of my point, right? Um, and, and it's terrible for the sport, but, yeah, it is what it is.
3: And what are they going to do, build simulators like Formula One and then have guys practice in the workshop? Like, it's just not realistic.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, hey, so I saw your tweet about Adam seeing Cerello the other day, and I kind of agree with you. Um, what's your – take us more into that.
3: What what are your thoughts on AC? I think, like, I've had a bit of heat um, from that in recent weeks because if you look at uh, AC's results solely, they don't really screen progress and there's not a lot to see there. But I think, like, being there in person, diving into the lap times, looking, like, really watching him closely more so than you can from TV, um, I think the progress has been quite obvious. Like, he's still getting good starts. He's hanging on for a little longer each week. The lap times are more competitive. Times qualifying has been really good for him, like, In my eyes, there's just been endless positives for him ever since he came back from injury. And he's had a weekend off now. Triple crown should suit him. Like, I think we are building to a point where if this continues come the end of the year, I would hope that he would be in contention for a podium spot. Like, I don't think that's completely mental.
2: No, I don't. I don't think that's completely mental, as you said. And, And I just, we did a Pulp Fantasy podcast this morning. And I, I mean... Look, he, he's he been getting the starts. He's been running some – he led a lap in Seattle. He's – it's not unheard of to end up on the podium in one of these Triple Crown races this weekend, I think.
3: Yeah, I, I would – I think I would almost bet on that. Like, if you gave me a choice, I think I would bet on him getting a podium in one of the Triple Crown races. And who knows? Maybe he's consistent enough where he is on the podium overall. And he, go, he goes 5-4-4, four, four, and that's good enough for third overall. Like, yeah, yeah. That's also not unheard of. No, See, for sure. I think that – Soon here AC is going to get a really good result, and people who haven 't been paying attention will be quite shocked if you 've been watching a c closely specifically, then it's kind of not a surprise at all because you would have seen it coming
2: yeah it is uh it is one of those things too, like we saw Chad made a podium with Detroit there a few years back, and I think he went eight two five or something right like it doesn't take yeah. it doesn 't take a lot to make the podium in these triple crowns so
3: yeah, like some I think there was someone recently who got third by going 7 5 And, like, he can go 7-5-3 this weekend. There's no doubt in my mind that he's capable of that. Yeah,
2: you think so, right? Um, it seems easy enough to do. What? Uh,
3: yeah, so, so, you yeah. See, at the end of the day, he's still that good.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is interesting to see. What's weird for me about Adam is he missed those two races with uh, uh, that injury, and then he kind of wasn't doing that great. He missed those two races. With an injury that had been bugging him since before the start of the year, and there was no surgery done, there was anything done. He just missed time, and you would think it would kind of be the same when he came back. You would think it's the same as what he's been doing, if not worse.
3: But it's better for some reason. That was a little weird. Yeah, I tried. I dived into that with him after he just came back, and yeah, it, like it makes no sense to me at all. I, I can't understand it. I'm sure he doesn't understand it. Um, OK, like Oakland was definitely his worst race of the season. And I guess at that point, his wrist was already bugging him more than it was at the start of the year, because he said he tweaks it again in the Hamper whoops crash. So that explains Oakland. But still, this is like this has been quite a step up. And weirdly, if he'd kept if he'd done Daytona and Arlington, I'm not sure if things would be trending in the same direction. It's like missing those two races gave him a boost, which makes no sense.
2: Uh, yeah, no, it makes no sense, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, what, uh, what he does and, and yeah, if he makes the podium, that's awesome. The sport is better to have Adam around. There's no doubt about that. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Justin Barsha, two year deal with Gas Gas, uh, been a podium guy the last couple, uh, little month or so. He's got two of them and he's been in the fight more often. Uh, a good spot. I think it's you know you know from the uh, from the european side of things the gas gas brand is separate from KTM and it's a different attitude and a different vibe and all the things they're trying to do with gas gas as opposed to the KTM guys and they've done it with Barsha and i think he's a good fit there
3: yeah yeah definitely a good fit there i mean his results speak volumes it's clearly working for him um, and he's another one like similar to AC I, I would expect him to win a race before this season ends um I think he. I think he's trending in that direction, and he's also on an upward uh, trajectory.
2: Yeah, it's been it's been it's been good. Hey, uh, okay, so I wrote this in my column. Like, there's uh, five rounds to go. Uh, oh, Lewis, we lost Lewis. Uh, he's probably in the middle of the desert. Uh, let's take a call. Let's take some calls. Get him uh, get him back if you can. Uh, tits. Shad, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good, bud. How you doing? Good. What's happening?
1: Yeah, so been a diehard Reed fan forever. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking for some information. What is going on with them? Are they traveling gypsies now? Did, I mean, is he planning on getting back in the <laughs> racing Or I mean, what's up? Well, I mean, he's
2: 41 years old. What do you want to get well, him back I into racing? Like, what do you I what are you think thinking,
1: Shaq? What? I mean, like, just affiliated with the racing scene, just, as you know, like being a manager or anything like that, or, you know, what's going on with them. It just seems like they disappeared, become traveling gypsies, ain't heard nothing from them forever, and...
2: Yeah, I I haven't heard much. I think he's not doing so much YouTube stuff anymore, right? I don't know if you were... Were you watching that? Uh, I, here and there. Yeah. Here and there. Okay. I don't know if he's doing the YouTube stuff anymore. I think he wanted to test for KTM uh i'm not i'm not sure they wanted that uh i think he's been sniffing around for the right opportunity i don't know uh i heard i heard a, i heard a rumor about him about okay uh, about a bike brand but i think i think he's trying to get his kids going into you know into loretta's and all that and i'm not sure i'm not sure if they can make it i'm not sure if they can make it if they're good enough or or whatever but i i think he wants to stay around so he's Behind the okay. scenes he's doing things, but I don't know what his next move is for sure. Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you watch his social media or whatever, you get a little bit here and there, but it just seems like they're just jiffies anymore. And it's like weird for a No, guy like I that. think he
2: I, literally I don't think he has a house. I think he's traveling um uh, in a motorhome right now. He's living in a motorhome. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That like that. All right, Chad. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Thank day. Thank you. Lewis, you're back. Uh what about Chad Reed? Have you heard any news lately, Lewis, about Chad? What he wants to do?
3: We need news because I am equally as confused as it sounds like that caller was.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I think he's trying to figure out what he wants to do, right? Uh it's it's. Hey, so I I before we lost you, I wrote that Chase Sexton. I I, I said before Seattle we we had a three way battle, and now I think we have a two way battle. Obviously, we saw what happened yet again. He is twenty uh he is twenty two points behind He has to jump two riders that are kind of rocks and past champions. I think he's out of this championship. I'm not saying he can't win races and all that. Are you with me on that or where you where do you think uh you go
3: I'm glad you brought this up uh no I'm not with you on that. It will be the deciding factor for me. He's 22 points down, but there are a lot of riders currently who can get in the mix, like Barsha, um, Anderson, Plessinger, Roxon, AC. There is potential for guys to get in the mix and steal points from Tomac and Webb. That's mainly the reason I haven't given up on him yet. He loses more points this weekend than he's done, obvious. But also, heading into Glendale, it's hard pack. It's a triple crown. I would expect him to be first or second here. There's potential for him to edge closer. People have been doing the stats on the last time or whether anyone has ever come from this far back to win the championship. And one that I stumbled on, in 2006, after round 11, Stu was three points down. And he, he finished the season only two points down. So, okay, he didn't win the championship, but that year, there were only, it was just Ricky, James, and Chad on the podium every week. Really that much scope to make up points. In 2006, there were only 16 rounds. So technically, one extra round to make up that gap. When I saw that about James, that kind of gave me some confidence that this isn't over yet. So his back's up against the wall and he needs to just knock off wins. To Glendale, I have not given up yet. Wow. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm there yet, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, speaking of that, speaking of Texan. We got a call from Michael on, too. Michael, what's up, man? You got a Honda question?
4: I do have a Honda question. First, I'd like to say thanks to Mr. Anderson over at W. the pulp code. Saved me a bunch of money. on some new wheels for my kiddo. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, I'd like to say my kid likes to wash the front wheel on his Honda. Do you think that's a <laughs> Honda issue, or is that a Chase Sexton
2: issue? I think this is – you know, there's lots of talk of this, because what, what's happening with Chase is – so bizarre, but I am—I uh, am not there. It is a Chase Sexton issue. Uh, the Honda guys can do a lot of things to put more weight on the front end, and Chase just has to, you know, pr- approve it and like it. Um, I think it's a Chase Sexton issue. I don't think it's a Honda thing, uh, Lewis. What about you?
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess like look at Detroit. Chase didn't wash the front end there. So if there was a really big Honda issue. You would think that it would be happening every single week, and there is evidence that it doesn't do that. Right. Um, I'm sure that their bike setup probably does come into it at some point. Like, uh, yeah, I think ma- uh, majority, the majority of the blame has to go to Chase.
2: Yeah, I, I just think he's, you know, he's riding back on the bike. Uh, Honda's done things to the front end of that bike. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. But having said that, Michael, Lewis, uh, back me up here. Uh, I'm sure Chase and his inner circle do not think it's him. And they are. They, they do think it's the bike. Hold, hold, you hold the on, Michael. Hold on. Here, right? Hold on, Michael. Hold
3: on. Go ahead, Lewis. If, if Chase was pointing the finger at himself every week, he would be mentally ruined. <laughs> like So that tells you enough. Like If every single week he was putting all of that blame on his shoulders, he would, be, he would be coming to these races and not be putting himself in a position to win every week because yeah, he didn't believe it.
2: You have, to, so. you have to do that. You have to talk to yourself like that. You're right about that uh, for sure. Uh, Michael, go ahead.
4: You mentioned putting heavier races in the front. Could you elaborate on that? Heavier races? Yeah, and, and you mentioned putting heavier weight in the front wheel.
2: Well, you can put weight on the front wheel. Yes, you can. You can move your, you can change your races. You can change the front end of your motorcycle to put your front end in, bring it closer to the frame, and therefore put mm-hmm. more weight on it as you come into the turns. So do you you can, you can change that? that. You can change the offset of your clamps. You can change, uh, you can strengthen the brace the front end of the frame, which they have uh, to make it a bit heavier and a bit stiffer. Um, there's a lot of things you can do to put more weight on a front end.
4: Do you think Honda's got lost there with Chase? Have they just...
2: No, I don't. I don't. I, I don't it. I'm not. I'm not there with looking at Honda. Like they can make the bike work better. They can make him suit it. It's just he obviously ha- trusts his front a lot, and you know maybe too much. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those things where he has to slow down. And you know, years ago with Stewart on Kawasaki, the Bruce Sternstrom told me a great story where. Stu was riding his 125 and him and his dad were upset that he could only go like fourth gear through the whoops wide open and they and they couldn't go any faster and bruce was like that's as quick as you can go that that's it that we can't make the bike any better like there's physics there's geometry there's all these things with whoops now this is that's not an apples to apples comparison but the point is is there's only so much you can do, right? Uh, the rider has to adjust it and slow it down a little bit. So, um, Michael, do you want a pair of Kinetic Fly Racing gloves, or do you want 100%, 100% goggles?
4: I would love the 100% goggles.
2: All right, fantastic. Stay on hold, all right? We'll get you those. All right, thanks, Steve. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know the Sexton fans, Lewis, are going to talk about the Honda. I'm not there. I guess it comes from my mechanic background. I mean... Uh, is it a perfect bike? No, but you can never get a perfect bike. I'm, I. That's where I stand on this stuff. In
3: my eyes, um, I've got a question for you. Yeah. After I think it was after the Oakland crash, Lars came out and said that like Honda have to take some of the blame. They need to look at things on their end. Do you think Lars fully believes that, or do you think he was just saying that to protect his rider a little bit?
2: No, I think he fully believes that. You know, um, they 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 can always be better. They can always test better. They can. They can do things right to make the bike uh, work better, but ultimately the rider has the say. And like, hey, I don't like that. You know what I mean? I don't like going that far.
3: Yeah. So, um, so no. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I was getting at with um. Like, I don't I don't think it's ever one hundred percent chase or one hundred percent the bike. It's always some sort of hybrid. But you have to put a majority of the blame on chase.
2: Yes. Yeah. At this point, with the the amount of times he's lost the front end, in weirdo stuff, in sections that no one else crashes in and 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 Colt Nichols and Ken Rockson didn't do it you know when Ken Rockson was on a Honda you got to start looking at the yeah. rider a little bit you know so um yeah it's it's tough but but then again when you're the rider and you're in the, you're in the inner circle like you said it's not necess- sometimes you just have to like you know have that chip on your shoulder that you can do it and you're the fastest dude and screw everybody else right so uh there is yeah, you have to there is some of that um by the way thank you to Maxis tires uh Maxis com For more information, electric tires, trailer tires, MXSTs developed by some guy named McGrath. A-Ray Lewis has put Max's tires in the main events. And you know A-Ray's pushing the limits of traction. So, you know.
3: Just yeah, we, we have seen that many, many times. Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, we have uh, Brian on three. What's up, Brain? How are you, man? Brian. Steve, That's how a- are you? Good, what's going on?
0: Uh, I was wondering, I want to share... Getting your opinion on Pierce Brown and what's the expectations of him from the team, and do you think he's performed this year?
2: What do you think, Lewis? Give us a Pierce Brown thoughts.
3: Um, my opinion is not great. Uh, I believe he's got a contract with TLD for next year because he was he's in the middle of a two-year deal. I think that he's very lucky to have that. Um, truthfully, I don't see much positive to talk about with Pierce Brown. We know he's got potential, we know he's got speed, but has he delivered on that at all, really? Um, no, and I think he's been around long enough now where you have to start asking questions and wondering if he will ever deliver on it.
2: I, I got third overall last year, right? But it was a quiet third overall. We know our buddy, uh, Mr. Side, you know, kind of pissed him off at the press conference there. Um, but it was a quiet third, and there was a lot of injuries, and yeah, we haven't seen the same thing, Brian, from him this year. I think he's capable of it, but a lot of these kids are capable of it. That's for sure. We just at some point, you got to get it done.
0: Where does he go after, a, after like Troy, Lee if they don't sign him? What kind of team would look at uh, somebody like him?
2: Lewis, I still think he's got factory team potential, like you know like a Styles Robertson or, or, or you know even a McAdoo, or like I still think Pierce Brown has factory team potential. What about you, Lewis?
3: Oh, yeah, he well, it's the old um, we-can-work-with-speed thing. Pierce Brown is always going to be fast, and he's always going to have speed. So if one day he leaves TLD, the next team will believe that they can transform that speed into a championship. That's always going to be the way it goes. So, yeah, he will always be a factory rider um, as long as he's in 250 class, I do believe. But, yeah, I'm sure that his value has dropped a little bit here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's, you know... It, there'll be a lot of switches next year. There's some people looking at different riders in the two fifty class and, and I think there's some definitely some switching going on. So I think he'll find a spot when the music stops.
0: It, okay, I mean yeah. he's he's I wish him the
2: best. He's I mean, in with TLD yeah. next year, but I meant if whenever that happens. So uh yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Okay, Thanks, man. Cool. Appreciate Thanks. it. Thank you. Uh yeah, it's been you know, I mean, like now we got McAdoo out. Like there's just no reason, Lewis, for Pierce not to run top three at some point this weekend. I mean, yeah, Kitchens there and Kitchens good and Lopes is there and coming up. But you know what
3: I mean? Like you got to get in there. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like with this class, you would be you would definitely expect him to have multiple podiums, and you would expect him to be right where RJ is, or yeah. at least nipping at RJ's heels. Like that's where he should be. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely. Seven zero two five eight six. pulp you got a question for uh, Lewis Phillips or myself? Speaking of. Um, of that, Enzo Lopes uh, is really opening some eyes. I know he's attracting some attention uh, from some factory teams. Club wants him back as well. Uh, we know, you know, he's being groomed by our buddy Phil. Um, what, what's your thoughts on Enzo's potential?
3: I think this is, um, I think this is one of the most exciting stories of 2023, especially 250-wise. Um, yeah, he's like, <laughs> it's actually quite unbelievable what he's done so far, and it's kind of making me reassess what I think he can do in the future. Um, comp- he's obviously got podium potential that's clear um, if he doesn't get a podium before the end of this year I would, oh, uh, he would be disappointed and so would I because I think he's definitely capable of that um, so yeah if he goes to a quote unquote top team does that mean he can win races maybe I don't, like I don't know everything I knew about Enzo I've kind of had to forget this year because yeah clearly he's reinvented himself a little bit and has the potential to go very very far
2: yeah, he's uh, he's not doing outdoors. I've told him. I told Phil. He doesn't want to do outdoors. He can go race World Supercross. He can race in Brazil for some money. I'm like, dude, you got to do outdoors. Now, he doesn't have very many results from outdoors. He got a 10th at Bud's Creek years ago. But I'm like, you got to do outdoors. You just have to. I know it sucks. It's a lot of work. Got to do outdoors.
3: You agree with me? Yeah, because... Yeah, because you get, forgo- you get forgotten so easily in this sport. Like I was saying it about Justin Cooper. Like when, when he was doing his little 450 stint, we were all talking about how great he was, and this is amazing, look at him go, look at the potential. He missed one week, and then suddenly all the Justin Cooper talk stopped. And it's the same. The riders that aren't going outdoors, it's exactly the same thing. Quickly, you'll forget just how good they were in Supercross. Um, and they, yeah, mem- memories fade. It's just the way it goes. I think you've got to keep yourself in the shop window at all times. And unfortunately, World Supercross and racing in Brazil is not the correct shop window.
2: <laughs> Speaking of World Supercross, they announced their first roster of riders. I don't know if you saw that
3: press release or not. I, I did. Um, it was, there were no real surprises. We, yeah. I think we knew them all. Um, the biggest surprise to me is that Dylan Schwartz is going to World Supercross. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, uh, he's done well, he's done well he's outdoors. He's an outdoor guy.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: But maybe they want to like, get him some... Enough, yeah, I don't know.
3: We we have enough data to suggest that he is not a Supercross guy, and he needs to go outdoors to, like, kind of bump up his value and prove himself. Like, that, that was the only thing from that press release that really shocked me and made me question some things. But the rest of them, like Joey and Shane and Max and Dean, like, we knew all of that.
2: Right, right, right. Um, do you think we – there's a possibility like that – and I think a strong possibility that we are not going to have a Roxanne or a Tomac-level guy for this year for World Supercross.
3: Oh, that – yeah, I would I would stamp that at this point. Yeah. I, I think that the top-level guy will be Joey. And
2: what does that say? <laughs>
3: Well, do you want to get into this? <laughs> yeah. no. Um, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, no, but tr- like, truthfully, can you see any guy above Joey that could end up there? Because as far as I know, all of those doors are closed now, and Joey is going to be the elite talent in that series.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that, right? Um, I don't see who's who's dropping in. I just, I just can't picture somebody. Maybe you know a few of, you know, Europeans, but you know nobody's going to move the needle like Roxanne or Tomac or all of those guys. So it's Yeah, they're in tough, man, you know?
3: I think um, they made a big deal about last year being a building series, but I think they need to kind of look at this year as a building series as well and really hope this thing comes together in 2024.
2: For sure. Uh, Fly Racing Moto60 show. Fly Racing, guys, check them out. we got a live show in Glendale this Saturday. Uh, Myself and Jason Thomas and probably some special guests uh, in the pits in Glendale will will, will do this thing. So please check it out, flyracing.com. Go to your local dealer, go to motorsport.com, and Kinetic Mesh is out. Uh, love that stuff. Like I said, it's my favorite, favorite stuff. Um, all right, right, let's. before we let you go, we're going to move on to Dan Trubin. Let me get your thoughts, uh, Lewis. Tomac, Webb, Tide, five rounds to go. Who you got?
3: I, I pick Webb, um, but I think that in order for Webb to get it done, I think Glendale will be damage limitation because Houston was his worst race of the year. That was a fast track. Glendale will, be, Glendale will be a fast track. Tomac has always been great there, so if he can get out of Glendale without much movement, then I think it's where purely because he doesn't have bad races.
2: Hmm. Uh it's it's odd. Well, it's not odd. They're tied. Tomac's got a lot more wins. Cooper's got more podiums. Kind of like what do you want, right? Like what do you what, what's your what's your uh, do you do you flavor do you do you favor consistency or do you do you favor just outright speed? Because we got both of yeah, them. I
3: think yeah. I think that's why I pick. I think that's why I pick Webb at this point because, like you say, he's got a lot less wins, but yet he's still tied with Tomac, which tells me that clearly he doesn't need to win to match Tomac. And if he wins more, he'll be ahead. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of tells me that besides the wins, he's got everything he needs. Yeah, good well, send uh, good
2: good points. Uh, who wins this weekend, though? Give me your winner in both in each class.
3: Uh I'll say Sexton because it's half pack and it's a triple crown, but Tomac is really good in Glendale. Yep. Um, and then uh, 250s, well, 250s is going to be Jet. That is not much of a conversation nowadays.
2: No, it it is not. He's not good at triple crowns, though. He's not as good at triple
3: crowns, right? But, yeah. yeah I don't buy into that, though. Like, sure. It's Jet.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm kind of with you on that, right? Uh, all right, Lewis. Uh, thanks for your time on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Uh, check out Vital MX for more from Lewis. And uh, thanks, buddy. We'll see you this weekend. Thank you.
3: Awesome. Cheers for having me. Uh, see
2: you. All right, that's Lewis Phillips. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got some. Uh, we got some lines open still. If we are giving away a set of Fly Racing Kinetic uh, go- uh, gloves as well, left to give, go away on the show here. And seven zero two five eight six Pulp. Speaking of the guys at Get and Athena, they're part of this show, and we got Dan Truman on the line. Dan, what's up, man? How are you?
4: Oh, I'm good. I, I made the mistake of opening Twitter and arguing with people. It was fun for about an hour.
2: Oh boy, yeah. What What are you arguing about? What What is it? What's the topic?
4: Uh, I, I wasn't really arguing. I just this, A couple guys just told me that Yargo Geertz is the best 250 rider in the world. And I said, <laughs> Jet Lawrence rides a 250. And he said, Yargo beats him straight up any any day of the week. And I I'm was super confused. I said, Well they just raced him across the nations and he goes, Well that was Yargo's first four fifty race. I said it was also Jets <laughs> Like yeah. I don't know. I mean I, I don't disagree that Yargo's riding great right now, yeah. but I, I mean so my argument was Tom Bial beat Yargo last year and the year before and the year before. Yep. Um so does that mean that that Tom's just gonna win the outdoor nationals? Like just, I don't I don't agree with that. So uh, you just, just ha- having some fun.
2: You can't Judge that MX2 You don't really know Those guys are good But You don't really know Because it's not The best of the best They move out of there um, The guys move to America All that yeah, stuff and my, yeah. and
4: my biggest argument was Is there's not a Pro Circuit a, a TLD A Star We have 18 factory bikes Lining up You know like the first race I said that Viao is getting gets a bad start and he's battling with like, you know, some guy on a on a Suzuki, you know, master pool or something, he's gonna be like, What is going on? Yeah <laughs> you know yeah, like yeah. But so yeah, it's just the depth is a little different, that's all.
2: Yeah, no, it, it really is. Um it's uh it's tough with that MX two class. You can't really be sure. The MX M X one guys, sure, I get it. I'm all about it, but uh after that, yeah, who knows. Um all right, uh Let's get into let's well we got a phone calls for you on the line as well. Let's get into Glendale. Uh, Mitch Payton, the big news this week: Mitch Payton loses another guy. It's unbelievable, Dan. Uh, Hamaker, Schmoda, Forkner, now McAdoo. It was a bike malfunction. I guess let's start with this. I had a guy on Twitter saying that McAdoo should file for workman's comp, so that's where we're at on there on Twitter. But um, what what can you do? I, Lewis and I just talked about it. Like nothing. I don't know, but can Mitch Payton? overhaul a program or change things up to try to get some wins and championships. And let's be honest here. Like we know Mitch and we like Mitch and he's a powerhouse. But I, I I think there's people at Cowie asking Mitch WTF, uh, important people.
4: Yeah. I mean, can Mitch do it? Of course he can. Right. But I think there, there does need to be some changes there. I don't have the answers by no means, but I think the bike was getting a lot better this year. I felt like the Kawasaki still does have one of the better chassis uh, in the class, in either class. And I think their their bike was getting a lot closer to the front. Uh, unfortunate crashes with those guys. I did hear McAdoo crashed and, and got hurt maybe due to a bike issue or something. But uh, it's a bummer for sure. Um, yeah, I think some changes yeah. need to be done over there.
2: But what, what – you, know, you said you don't have the answer, so I'm saying like, what, but I guess, yeah, you don't know. Yeah,
4: I mean, yeah. I don't really – I don't know. I mean, I think he needs to – I think he needs to get help from other places, like some other good mechanics or crew chief. Not, not that what he has isn't good, just more help. I feel like those guys have always been stretched really thin at Pro Circuit. Mm-hmm. Even going back to the days where Wilson and Baggett and those guys were there, they do a lot. They still build their own engines. They do a lot of that stuff. I know they got Ryan Cox this year from Honda. I think that was a big help. I don't know. I just think that some of these other teams, Star and, and HRC this year and other, other teams that are doing really well, they yeah. spend a lot of money on staff. Um, and I think yeah. there's maybe maybe that's where it's at. I'm I'm not sure, but yeah. I think that'll no, help.
2: It's a great point. I mean, I remember when I was at Yamaha, Chad was winning Supercrosses, and we were looking at the the team that Suzuki had there, and we're like, we don't even have one of those guys. It's just us. It's just <laughs> yeah. rookie rookies in charge of yeah. test, race bikes, practice bikes in Florida, in California, everything, right? And we're doing the motors. We're doing everything. We're doing our tires, Dan, at Yamaha. Yeah, you know? I remember. Yeah, yeah. like. Like, you're right. Like, you, we kind of looked around and we're like, dude, we could use some help here.
4: And Yeah, you know? I think it just gets to a point to where, you know, at that level, you're looking for, like, you know, half a percent and stuff, right? You're not looking for, you know, McAdoo isn't that far off of winning races, you know? He's... Probably pushing the limits. They're probably pushing the bikes a little bit. Again, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know if a wheel fell off or an engine broke. I have no idea. Right. But whatever happened, it's not good. You know, yeah. That's for
2: sure. No, absolutely not. Uh Dan Truman line from Get and Athena. Did we did we get those twenty three Y Z four fifty ignitions out to everybody?
4: We to the list of people that requested him, okay. uh, uh, we did. We got really good feedback on them. Actually, some internal Yamaha guys gave me some good feedback. Uh, Benny's been racing with it. Wow. We've kept it pretty quiet, but we've been racing with it. Um, yeah, I'm racing the couple, first couple GPs. We're just trying to get a little bit more data before mm-hmm. we re- release it to the public, uh, which should be next week we'll release it to the public. Well,
2: listen, I don't want to rat Paul Benny out, but I, I asked him about it after the last race in Seattle. He's like, Yeah, we didn't even have a bracket, and Truman said probably don't use it, but we just zip-tied it.
4: Well, I told him that he wasn't allowed to race with it. I got pretty mad at Benny. So I'm just like, you fucking
2: privateers, man.
4: Like I said, I said, don't race with it because I don't have a custom bracket made yet because they have yeah. a new battery box. Right. I said, so do not race with it because I don't want to be reliable for anything that happens. Of course. Okay, I won't race with it. Then I find out Benny races with it. I'm like, well, what'd you do? Well, we zip-tied it. I said, that's exactly what I told you not to do. It's, it's <laughs> because unbelievable. Because yeah. if a, but he's like... It's so much better. I said, I get that. It's not going to be better when the zip tie breaks. It, <laughs> you know,
2: these, these islanders, dude. It, it, it's it's. What do you do with these guys? They're savages.
4: You know. I know. Like he's like holding my ECU hostage. He's like, oh, I left it on the truck. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're killing me, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> like you're killing. me. It's
2: unbelievable. Uh, hey, let uh, some other news this weekend. Colt Nichols is back. Uh, Dylan Frandas is going to be out for for uh, the rest of Supercross. And like we are getting, you know, obviously Savachi went away, and uh, somebody else is off the top of my head. But Nichols should get jump into that top ten right away, I think. And it, he was kind of out of it when he was, you know, he obviously had that great race at sixth, and ever since then he hadn't really been in the mix too much. I but I think with the depth we're having now, and the Triple Crown, I think Nichols will creep up to that to Christian Craig level.
4: Yeah, I think he'll be right behind Craig, just maybe right in front of Dino, like right around that, which is 9, 10, 11. I think I think he's right there
2: uh did, did he do enough did Nichols do enough so far to get stay on a factory gravy train
4: but where i don't know <laughs> yeah i think there's a few guys ahead of them that don't have rides right now
2: yeah yeah, yeah. and speaking but, of that and speaking of that and and i think joey's done enough in my eyes but i don't think he gets a ride do you know
4: what yeah, i mean i yeah. think I think Dylan's got to go somewhere first. Malcolm's got to go somewhere first. You know, they got to sort those deals out before they go with Joey and and Colt. Just you know, unfortunately, but.
2: So I had heard that uh, Malcolm did another deal.
4: Maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. I yeah. know. I know that it was there on the table, but I don't know. If, yeah. Just in general, I mean, I see. I could see Colt taking Dean Wilson's firepower deal or something like that. You know, sure. like yeah. have a solid ride. I just don't know that it's going to be there's no spot at KTM star Cowie, you know, there's no spots on these top teams.
2: Yeah. Uh, Barsha did a two year deal with gas gas. I think that, uh, that, that that's no surprise to anybody. I think it's a good fit for those two, the gas gas image and Barsha. And he's proven that he's maybe cleaned it up a little bit. Um, maybe, uh, although maybe that two year deal will give him some security to ram the shit out of some guys, (laughs) you know what I mean? But, but it's a nice fit there.
4: Uh, (laughs) I, it is a nice. But it's funny you said the Barsha thing. I told I told Jed on Friday he was riding 450, and he came in. He had a really good moto. It was it was impressive, and I just said I started laughing. He goes, "What's so funny?" I said, "I can't wait till Barsha saws your wheel off one moto in outdoors." <laughs> 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 and he goes, "That's not funny." I said, "Dude, it's going to happen at yeah. some point. Yeah. He's going to see you, and he's going to hop over the berm and he's going to just saw your wheel off." And he's like, "You don't think he's really going to do that?" Do you? I said, "Yes, yeah, 100 yeah. percent, of course."
2: Absolutely, he's going to do that. Yeah,
4: and I was just like laughing all to myself for no reason because yeah. I just picture like I don't know round six, like they're paddling for like fifth or something, and Barton yeah. just solves his wheel off.
2: Yeah, so. welcome, welcome to the four fifty class, kid.
4: <laughs> yeah, for no reason, right? Yeah, like they yeah, have yeah. no beef. No. and Justin, Justin's going to be like, I
2: don't know, he was trying to pass me. Yeah, just be like, I don't know, man. I just thought it was hard racing. I thought it was good and oh, hard racing. it's going to be great. Uh, do you great. think I kind of hear Dylan doesn't want to uh, sign back up with Star? And I wonder if there's a spot for that second 450 guy at Gas Gas, which may happen. Prado's out, I guess. Uh, I look at that because Dylan almost went there before. And then I think Justin Cooper has done enough to stay at star on a 450 secondary spot. It all depends on what Eli Tomac does because that even affects Cooper Webb. But what do you think about Dylan?
4: Yeah, I think he's probably on the the top end of the list for everybody right like potential wise but he's had two really rough supercross seasons um last year and this year, right? He didn't finish either of them, I think. So, uh, But, yeah, Gas-Gas, if they do a second guy, it would be somebody like that. I mean, I think they like Joey as well, if, mm-hmm. you know, talking about Joey, things like that. So I just don't know that they do a second 450 guy. I don't know if they have yeah. to or, yeah. or want to or, or any of that. So, But I have heard Dylan is shopping around. Um, you know, I think he made some calls to all the teams, or his agent yeah. did, yeah. looking for some stuff for sure.
2: Everything depends on, from what I hear, Dan, and, and you're plugged in too, Everything is held up by whether Tomac races next year because that affects AP, that affects Webb, that affects everything.
4: I think he races. You do? That, yeah. Yeah. That's just my opinion, though.
2: Yeah. I mean, I'm I i I'm with you. Like, to me, he's going to get first or second in this Supercross title. He'll be right in the mix for the outdoor. Why why leave money on the table? Go out when you can't win anymore, when you're like third and fourths or something, right? Like just yeah,
4: I, I think he races. I think um, I think that exactly what you said. He's still competitive. He's his from what we understand. His program this year has been a lot easier on his body. Mm-hmm. Um, they ride press day every week. Uh, I think he rides like maybe once or twice a week. Um, it's I think that he's got a really good program right now. He's got his family solid. I think he's got a good program, and he rides another year. That's just I mean, again, I'm not in the my camp, yeah. but that's what I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, I. I... I think so too because I think there's money on the table for him to stay, and he's still the, he's still at the top. So why why leave now? You know. Yeah. Um, all right, we got a few questions for you, Dan uh, Truman from Get and Athena. By the way, too, if you want a deal on, um, just a guy emailed me this week about a KTM uh, ECU, and I pass it on to Dan. You get a Pumper deal from Get and Athena. So use the contact form on com. To uh to to send us an email about anything you want from Get and Athena. Of course the Lawrence brothers and Chase Sexton and Colt Nichols all using Get products. Uh all right, let's get line one, Cody's on one. What's up, Cody? What's your question, man?
4: Hey, I got uh just a couple really quick. Uh first off, what what happened with the Prado thing? That's a bummer.
2: Dan, you don't know anything about that? At some point he was coming he was coming over, then he told then I think Caroli told him to stay in Europe, and then he signed a long-term deal, and then he wanted back over, and now he's not. I don't know, Dan.
4: Yeah, I mean, at one point I had heard he was he was planning to come over for sure, but then there was talk he was going straight to 450 Supercross, and I think some people kind of told him that that, from my understanding, that wasn't a mm. very good move, um, ah. which I don't think it would have been. So yeah, I think then the plan that was, you know, he got a good offer to stay long-term there. Um, also, if he was to win this world championship, I don't think you can race 250 Supercross. So that was thrown out there, too.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, from people ah. I talk to close to the situation, they love him. Prado, obviously. He's really good. And whatever he decides, if he, if he wakes up tomorrow and says, I want to go to America, they have to give him a 250 ride spot. Like, they, they need hmm. a, He has yeah. a spot there as if he wants to come over. So, Okay. yeah.
0: Well, that would be cool. Um, hey, uh, uh,
4: on Seattle, uh, first off, why why no Pulp Live show? We love you here.
2: We had a Pulp Live show there. Oh, uh, in the pits, you mean. Um, sorry, we had one in the pits, not Friday night. Right. Yeah. Uh, I looked at a couple venues. I couldn't. They were booked or not available. Uh, I, I tried, but, yeah, we, we couldn't get a venue.
0: Hmm, okay. Um, and then the, the last thing, um, why do they keep making Seattle earlier and earlier in the year? Like, it has been... Cold and raining every single day. Like, yes, we got lucky this year, but I mean, for the last three months, every single day, including right now, it's like forty-eight degrees and pouring down rain. Because it
4: used to be later in the year. Yeah,
2: that that, that in the yeah, that, I know. But the the feld guys, right? In yeah, Seattle that, availability. that
4: schedule. I mean, Glendale's normally round four, and because of the Super Bowl right. this year, obviously it's this weekend. It, it all comes down to schedule. That's all. Yeah. It's a bummer. I, I'm sure they try. The
2: yeah, I'm sure they want yeah. it better, you know, but it doesn't work out. So thanks, man.
0: Yeah, fair enough. All right, thank thanks. you.
2: Thanks for the call. Uh, next call for Dan. David's got a question about uh, Jack Chambers. What's up, David?
0: Hey, how you doing today? Good. Thanks for the call. Yeah, um, I just got a quick comment. Uh, so I, I heard from a, uh, another source that Jack Chambers is going to ride GPs the rest of the year. Is that... With the no prize money and stuff, is that a is that a wise move to try that, or is this you know, I, I know he's going to go ride for that team that Osborne always you know that guy that Osborne always loved that in in Dixon, England. Steve Dixon, yep. Steve Dixon, yeah, yeah. Is that a good career move, or is it just you know? Because I mean, I know we know he's got speed, but I mean, yeah. But what know, was that's...
2: what was he really making over here, Dan? Money wise, right?
4: Like no, he, yeah. he wasn't really. He wasn't really making any money. Obviously, he was a big part of that. Rides Unlimited team. He's been with them pretty much forever. But uh, I think Zach uh, helped him get that deal. I think it's a good opportunity, if nothing else. Um, I kind of wish more younger kids would go try the GPs. I think the racing is good. I think the longer motors are, motos are good. Uh, I'm trying to get one of our younger kids that I help out to go race the EMX class over there um, for a couple rounds. I think it's good for him. I mean, it's not going to hurt him. He's not missing anything. He'll be back. I mean, say he stays over there and does good, then he'll stay there the whole year. But if not, he can come race outdoors here if he wanted to, and I think it's fine.
2: And there's no doubt that he's had an issue with Supercross, not speed-wise, just
4: yeah, yeah, just yep. getting it
2: done, and, you know.
4: And it was racing, you know. He had his knee fixed last year, and and I talked to Zach about it a lot. He just needs more gate drops, and I think racing qualifiers and racing motos, he'll just get get experience and he'll get confidence over there. I mean, there's, like, I mean, it's no secret. There's only 20 guys on the gate. He's gonna run top 10, probably top 12 this weekend. You know, on a track he's never ridden, on a bike he's never ridden, and he'll be he'll be fine. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, David. Uh, yeah, I I, I kind of miss the days of of you know, like the. Uh, you know, back in like the '90s, or when a lot of Americans, small kind of small-time Americans, would go over to GPS, I, I think it was a neat, a neat thing. I think it, I think it'll be good.
2: It, it'll be great to have an American over there and cheer for him for sure. The the series is so different, and it's, it's like guys buying rides, and you have to be on a team. You yeah. can be a wild card. It's it's really. It's really uh, pretty exclusive now. That's how they want it. They want an F1 yeah, model. It, you know?
4: Yeah, it's, it's tough, though. I was talking to Dylan Wright about this the other day. He can't. He wants to race a GP before designations, and they're like telling him he can't because he's not on a team. Right. It, it's super weird. Like He's like, I just want to show up and race. I'll, I'll pit out of a van. And they're yeah. like, yeah, well, you need to be on a team. It's just kind of dumb, in my opinion.
2: I agree it is. David, do you want a pair of Fly Racing Kinetic Gloves?
0: Oh, no, I can't ride anymore. I appreciate it. Become somebody who can.
2: Will do, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it.
4: Hey, thanks a lot. Thank you.
2: 702-586-7857. You think Chambers can run top 10, though, Dan? Yeah?
4: Speed-wise, I mean, uh, again, those guys are quick. I don't think he's as fast as, like, Cohen and those guys that are, like, six, five, six, seven, eight. But I think he's going to be fine. I mean, that bike's going to be fast. We know that. I I mean, um, the other kid that was on it was really good for the first
2: round so uh yeah fair enough let's talk some more silly season so our uh, word is kitchen is getting uh taken by the ktm guys um obviously we know that bike is really good um and the ktm 250 program whether it's whether it's the ktm itself or gas gas or husqvarna haven't really fulfilled much of their potential and all of that what do you make if, if that happens which we think it does what do you th- make a kitchen's decision
4: yeah, for me, I think Kitchen and Shimoda were the best two available 250 riders, right? Like on the table. So I think they had offers from a lot of teams, or at least a number of teams. And um, yeah, I I think it's a good move for everybody. Kitchen-wise, on the money side, he can do his own gear and everything else, right? Like that's the benefit of being on KTM or Factory Honda. They're not an all-in team mm-hmm. like Star or PC. Um, Kitchen's definitely gonna. He'll be fine on the bike. He'll win races. I mean he's got to be a title favorite for next year, right? Thrasher, him. I just, um, I don't
2: know about that. Like, What's going on with the KTM team? Why can't they get it done?
4: But who have they had on that bike that can win?
2: Yeah, I mean...
4: I mean, Marv won on it. Yeah. Kenny won on it. I mean, yeah. those guys can yeah. win on it. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I think that it, you're going to tell me if Jet Lawrence was on that bike this year, he doesn't win?
2: Well, J- Jet's a bad example, but I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah,
4: I I mean, in general, I, I don't I don't think it, that's fair to say it's the bike. I, I think that max volan isn't ready to win yet i don't think that vial is ready to win yet that's my opinion on it
2: right right okay fair enough uh you know i'm looking at uh uh justin uh, uh yeah justin hill was there um i'm probably missing some guys over the years
4: <laughs> yeah they they haven't had a ton of guys let's be fair marvin yeah Kenny, those guys they won. no they won. Yeah. I, I mean you can look at the husky guys they're a little different rj's up front though i mean rj's i mean yeah. having one of his better years um Mosman and those guys are fast. They're on that same bike, you know. Mosman's had a rough year. Like maybe not talk about that, but um, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know what's yeah. go- going on with Mosman. Uh, I know Club.
4: Of I, I heard the there. kitchen thing too. Obviously from probably the same good sources you did. But then I, I did hear uh, at Seattle there was talk that Bobby was saying, hey, I, I really want to keep you. Let's somehow try to do it. So I don't know. I don't yeah. think anything's official yet.
2: Yeah, we'll see what happens. We think Shmodo's going to Honda, right as well.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I, we've heard that as well. Um, I think he, again, though, he has multiple offers. I think KTM is in, was in that mix at some point too. Maybe <sighs> um, I can't
2: see a Japanese any of the Japanese letting a Japanese rider go to Austin, and that brand.
4: That's what I think. Uh, that's what I think. Maybe came into play. Um, it's a bummer though for Mitch, right? Like, I think Shimoda was coming into his own. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish he could have stayed, or maybe they can still figure it out, but. Yeah, I mean, I think Mitch is going to have to go with McAdoo and Forkner as his title guys next year and and hope for the best.
2: Yeah, I, I like Hamaker. I'm a, I'm a Hamaker fan, too. Yeah, uh, I am, but too. It is tough to miss time and, and keep keep getting up, which is what keeps happening to him, you know? He keeps missing time. And that, and that's, yeah,
4: Forkner, too. Forkner was a badass when he turned bro.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Decal works. DecalMX.com. The promo code pulpmx 23 To get 20% off your custom graphics. These guys are great. I just got a bunch of decal uh, stickers for my project bike. It looks fantastic. Decal Works, number one, for many reasons. Please check them out. Their mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. Thank you to the folks at Decal Works, uh, decalmx.com, and use the code PULPMX23 to save. Uh, Dan Truman on the line here. Um, Triple crowns. I've said this many times. Uh, I love Glendale track. I love the fact that this one's a triple crown. Give me... Give me a couple more Triple Crowns, Dan, but I don't want 17 of them.
4: Yeah, there's no way we could do 17 of them. Um, it's great as a fan. Like I've said this many times, as a employee working the event, it's tough. <laughs> it, it's, it's so hard, man, like trying yeah. to download data between races and make changes and riders getting drinks and food. It's tough. As a fan, it's great. You get to see all the guys race multiple times. But, yeah, give me five. I think we do three now. Give me five of them mm-hmm. and I'm good. Okay. Like I think uh, I do, I do enjoy them. I wish the point structure would be adjusted a little bit. There isn't a real penalty for like RJ at the second round going to DNF two or whatever, you know, he still gets like a fourth overall or jet jet did terrible. The first moto and still got on the podium, you know, Yeah. I think, I think there needs to be some kind of structure not maybe not full points or something. I, I don't, have the answer but i i do think there needs to be something adjusted there
2: yeah we f- i find myself falling into the trap too dan of seeing a how a guy have a real shitty one race and you're like oh well he's out of it and then next thing you know he's on the podium you
4: yeah I mean? exactly yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: no i and i would like to see bonus points for wins so we don't have guys checking up like i can think of kitchen and eli tomac cruising around in the last in the last main knowing they had it
4: Yeah. So something like that, you get a bonus point for a moto win. So it helps you for the overall or or something like that. Like, so some little adjustments, but I do love it. I, I like the East West shootouts that count for real points. Um, I pushed for that for the last few years, and and we've gotten them the last couple of years. I think those are cool for the 250 guys. So even I think there should be one more east-west shootout. I think there should be one on the west, one on the east, and then the final round.
2: I'm going to ask you yeah. a couple of questions. I asked Lewis before we wrap this up. Same questions. I wrote in my column after Seattle that Chase Sexton's out of this thing. We had three title guys going in, and and his Seattle race, 22 points back. Which if it was 22 points back to one guy, I can see it. But he's got two. Multi-time champions in front of him, 22 points back. Uh, I don't see how he wins this title. Lewis? Lewis wasn't going there, Dan. What about you?
4: Doesn't Lewis drive the sex and ship? Yeah,
2: exactly. He's okay. – he's,
4: Yeah. He's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, I work with Chase, right? He, he uses the yeah. product, and I'm, I'm in their truck every week, and, and I think Chase is the fastest guy by far. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't think that he could win this title just for the fact that you said there's two guys. If it was him and Eli – then he could go click off wins and and make this a race. But it's very rare that both Eli and Cooper are going to have a bad race, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I feel like they're going to be top four regardless at this point in the series. Now, guys have kind of settled in. When they see Cooper, Eli coming, they're like, all right, it's Cooper, Eli. Like, AC will kind of move over a little bit. and Mm I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Too many points.
2: He can win. He can win more races. We all know that, oh, like you he said. He can win <laughs>
4: five of the next ten or whatever we got, five of yeah. the next six.
2: We got six races, yeah,
4: left yeah, to he go. He can win five of them. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I still don't think that wins him the title.
2: No, I think, I think I'm think i with you on that. It's unfortunate. Uh, but, uh, yeah, at his point, he just needs to rack off wins and, and go into outdoors, which we've seen him crush it. All right, so six races to go, 248 points each. Who do you like?
4: Man, it's tough. Eli's good at Glendale and these triple crowns. You know they have both been good at Salt Lake. Uh, yeah, it's tough. Um, I, I lean towards Coop a little bit. I lean towards Coop a little bit. He left a little bit on the table, uh, and I did listen to Lewis. And Coop's there and has only won two races. You know, um, Eli had a couple bad races in the middle. So yeah, right now I lean towards Coop a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I, I I'm still going Tomac. Uh, but yeah, I um, yeah whatever. Like it's it's fifty one forty nine Tomac for me. You know what I mean? Like uh, Man, math-
4: mathematically if Chase won out, he wins this title, huh?
2: If if the same guy gets second the rest of the way?
4: Well, not I mean <laughs> that's not that's just not going to happen. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> b- b- both scenarios aren't going to happen.
2: <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. Especially Barcher's looking better and Anderson may have something to say as well, you know, before we're all yeah. done. So uh, lots to still get into uh, Get an Athena Thanks for the support On the show Email us Using the contact form On Pulp If you want to Get a discount uh, Dan you're going this weekend Or where are you at
4: No I'm I'm out this weekend I'm back uh, Actually MotoGP Next weekend And then I'm back in Nashville At the end of the rest Of the series Where's, Moto, where's, the,
2: where's the street bike series going
4: uh, We go to Austin Texas oh, It's a great event Yeah hey, We just come in There's a flight that leaves Atlanta You could make it I'll give you a full VIP experience
2: Wow That'd be something, I tell you. Um, why, don't, why don't you come? No, I uh, next week is Life Swap. Keith, Chris Kiefer was going to Atlanta no, for No, Atlanta
4: me. weekend. Oh, Atlanta weekend, yeah, yeah. Life Swap. Yeah, okay. and,
2: and he's going to, and I'm staying back. i I got to take Aiden to some amateur race. <laughs>
4: okay, perfect. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Bring him to MotoGP. All right, no, sounds good.
2: <laughs> uh, thanks, Dan. Thank you, man. Thanks, yeah. See you. That's Dan Truman, everybody. want to thank the folks at Vertex Pistons. Industry leader made right here in the USA. Uh, dirt bikes, ATVs, UTV, snowmobiles, and personal watercrafts. Uh, They have uh, complete engine performance kits, uh, uh, pistons, gasket kits, more. The kits can save you time and money by combining all the components needed for the job in one convenient package. Thank you to Vertex Pistons for uh, coming on board. Thank you to those guys. Thank you to Get, Maxis 100%, Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, and especially the folks at Fly Racing for the Moto60 Show. Next Thursday, Chris Kiefer will be sitting in this spot. Let's see how he does with that. Kiss legendary great job yeah man you really cr- crushed it yeah buddy uh oh we didn't give the gloves away email third caller third, third caller call. right now gets the gloves thank you see you next week
0: when will I be home